Previously on Night's Quest. We have a spirit in a whoopee cushion. And as he crushes Zajax, his body and the black glass shatter in all kinds of different directions. You, you play Mending Melody, and you're able to heal parts of his wounds. Where Bartuk was pretty much the only person that gave them anything. And he's just gone. Get some nice music playing. And make a couple omelets, because Conquest, we're going to be having guests. doing we're doing a thing we're doing don't let your kids do podcasts don't hey 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 there don't <laughs> you have hey have you seen your child come home with a, a microphone lately this situation seems familiar to you do you notice your child being awkwardly concerned about noise and resonance in their bedroom are they asking you to turn off the fridge because it's too loud? Does your child themselves in a sweltering attic room on a regular <laughs> basis and refuse to open the door or use a fan? Then maybe your kid is struggling with hosting a podcast. <laughs> There's only one remedy. Have them listen to ours. This is Night's Quest. I don't know right. how that makes the situation better. No. <laughs> it's always better over here. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, God. The fourth wall. No, it's crumbling around me. <laughs> hey, it's me, Grog. I'm the host now. Fuck oh off. Oh, boy. Get out of here, Grog. Go back to acting. Acting? Grog is pretending? Is Grog an all actor? characters in this, in this show. Actually, yes. Welcome behind the scenes over here is where we have all the props. Uh, this oh is God. where I have my gloves. This is just as jarring as, like, the Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> over here's the puppet that plays Chubb. Um, Which, with the rock or the dog? <laughs> <laughs> the rock, <laughs> the puppet the for rock. the rock. <laughs> yep. Hope I gotta go get my makeup on. I'll see you guys on set in a couple minutes. All right. Bye, bye, Grog. Sure. Oh boy. That's, he's, a, he's a busy guy. That hurts my brain, and I want to move on. Welcome to Night's <laughs> Quest. Let's talk about Mirjik. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be less confusing somehow. After uh, a well-deserved night of rest, a chunk, a time of rest. Um, your your party awakens by the stairwell on the 30th floor. Again, like I said, everyone's pretty dang good at waking up at the same time. Except for maybe uh, Katrina and uh, Raish, who are probably on a different clock at this point. Because they've been traveling separately from the rest of the party. But eventually, everyone awakens together. Zajax also is conscious. He is speaking again. He is still... Right wounded but the work that you guys did on him earlier you know playing mending melody and just some basic first aid uh right, right. he is stabilized it does seem like he's gonna live but it is pretty clear that he's not gonna be very helpful moving forward in your adventure he'll 
probably hand you. In fact, in character, he says, listen, uh, you guys have been great. Really, I, I mean it. I mean, you've, you saved me. I, I thought I was gone. I genuinely thought that I was dead for sure. So I am honestly for, forever in, in your debt, but I'm going to be no use for you moving moving on. Take a shit. He can't stop us. Take a shit. No. Wait, uh, what? No, oh. I, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, <laughs> I'm going to keep my shit. Now I got to ask, uh, Katrina, Raish, how did you guys get here so fast? Oh, um, we rode on this big snake thing. <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> did you ride on a Sandrake? Um, is that what that is? Now, do you happen to know, did Bartook bring my stuff with, or do you know where he's keeping it? Uh, he kind of just left it where it was in the town. I mean, nobody's touched it. So it's still there? Oh, yeah. It's still in the caravan. Okay. How about, how, okay, I will leave the Sandrake up there for you guys to make your return trip. But I think what I'm going to do is, like, I'm going to head up. Uh, I think I've gotten plenty of stuff, and knowing that I can get my original stuff back leaves me to believe that I have no purpose continuing to delve deeper into this dungeon. When when he says when he starts saying that stuff about um his belongings and getting that stuff back, I think Rainer approaches him, and uh, he looks at him. He says, "Are you are you sure you're all right? You know, you're up and walking around. I mean, are are you sure you shouldn't be taking it easy and resting?" Well. You got a good point there, Rainer. Maybe maybe I should rest another day or whatever time period's down here right in this spot, and, and then I'll make my journey back up again. But either way, I'm definitely not going down any further. So whether or not you right, stay right. here another day as well or you guys head off, I, I, I've definitely got enough supplies uh, on my own that I definitely didn't tell you about and have not been sharing. But you didn't ask, so I didn't lie. Right, um, right. So... <laughs> So, but after, after that, you're going to, you're going to go back up and you're going to head back to the gate so you can make sure you have all your stuff back, right? I, I think so. I think that's what I'm going to do. And... Gotcha. Rainer's going to punch him in the face. Oh, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Fuck. Um, you don't need to roll for that because he, there's no way he's going to be able to dodge. Okay. Because of his state. So yeah, you punch him square in the face and he's like, oh, what the? What the writer? Oh, jeez. What'd you do that for? Jonathan's going to jump in real quick and grab his arms and hold him behind his back and just hold him in front of Rainer. <laughs> oh, so you can punch him more? I'm not. God, who, who knows? Jonathan's I, just Jonathan's here for it, whatever it is. Jonathan, buddy, I, I appreciate it. Um, I'm, I'm not going to hit him again, but th- th- thank you, I guess. Are That's you, a little. I mean, I can. Are you Are you sure? <laughs> No, he's sure. He does not want to punch <laughs> you again. <laughs> Rainer, um, Rainer kind of takes a step away from those guys. He's shaking. He's so angry. What'd I do? Jonathan, Jonathan pushes him away. Hey, uh, listen, uh, Rainer, I'm down for punching a guy just as much as the next, but, uh, he's, you know, he's kind of, you're beating a dude while he's down. I think Jonathan kind of, like, looks weird. Like, gives Grog kind of a weird look. I mean, he's being a little shit. I agree. Like, I... Um, is that, that's, that's the extent we're giving him just, just being a little shit. That's it. Not, you know, not everything that was that just happened was just a little shitty. And now his actions moving forward are only a little bit shitty. That's, that's it. That's what we're giving him. One punch and oh, you're a shit. That's it. Well, what do you, what do you want to do? Punch him again? I mean, I, I could, it wouldn't do anything for me. Um, and he he turns around towards his Ajax and goes like, "You you are awful. 
<laughs> like, you know that, right? Like, what? I mean, before, we didn't know you. You were just, like, you know, a friendly neighborhood sales guy, but you're, you're a piece of trash. You know that, right? Uh, well, I guess you wouldn't be the first ones to tell me this. Oh, good. So then you know already. Okay. Well, that's good. I will admit it hurts a little bit more coming from you. Coming from you guys. My best customers. Um, okay. Well, you know, I had thought maybe we would have some, some, some closure. Maybe a talk about it. But apparently, it doesn't matter to you. So you should leave. And you should go. Because, uh, we are all grieving the loss of a friend. And, um, I thought maybe you would be too. But I guess not. So, we are going to continue on with our stuff, and you should leave. You can tell that Zajax is, he's got that look he always does. You know, that sleazy salesman look on his face. But, just by anyone, and even a dunce, just by looking at his eyes can tell that he is putting on a mask right now. That there is, the external emotions he's showing do not reflect his internal thoughts. And he's like, you're right. You know, I should I should probably get away from you guys, too. That would be probably what's best. What's best. And so, uh... uh you, you head down deeper into the dungeon. I will take my leaf. I'm... I'm a solitary fellow. <laughs> For a reason. <laughs> it seems so. I have business and, 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 and work to preoccupy myself with. So, enjoy your dungeon crawl. And thank you. I think Raynor turns back towards him a little bit and he says, um, just when you're back in the city, just be careful. You know, you probably wouldn't want to run into his brother or or his mother. Might be a little awkward. That's a good point. Uh, thank you once again for, for all your help. Okay, so I guess we're moving on. Yeah, let's let's get going. So you continue deeper into the dungeon. And I'm just going to say, I think as you travel, uh, your party and the Blades party are able to both communicate and catch each other up. Unless there is anything you wish to withhold from the other group. Uh, As far as I'm aware, Leroy and Grog have nothing that they would need to keep from them. I don't think so. That Grog might try to do a religion pitch on on Raish (laughs) if, if you can. First of all, I need some dice. Uh, Jacob, you can you roll me... You cannot tell me you don't have any of those. <laughs> no, I want I you just, to roll... I just ran out. I just, I used them all up. They're gone. I I, yeah, up. they're consumables. <laughs> I, you roll them and then you eat them, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm fine. Ew. Roll a d20. Okay. 18. Oh, okay. Uh, as you descend into this next four floors, um, as I break them up, the evidence that Conquest has been here is... Very clear. Oh, yeah. Um, rooms are almost completely empty of treasures. Traps are basically already set off, and most of them are set off with a flare. You can see signs of the chaos magic here and there, signays that people have been here, you know, signs that things have been dragged around, dead yeah, okay. monsters. Yeah, it's very obvious that if you hadn't picked it up, it is clear to everyone in the group that Conquest has been on these floors before, and that the effects of Mirjik have been present. You can see plants growing that shouldn't be growing there. You can see items that shouldn't be there. You can even see, like, little doodles that Conquest has made of, 
you know, himself, maybe, I don't know, what, what would Conquest doodle? Uh, you, you decide. <laughs> what, would, what would he just draw on the wall? Um, I feel like... Uh, WWQD, what would Conquest doodle? I feel like doodle? they would actually be fairly detailed. Mm. <laughs> but I feel like they would be of, like, random things, like um, like the Gorfball field in Goldon. Would he remember that? Maybe like, not. Is this, like, this is, like, that suppressed memory coming out? Maybe. He probably also like an oven with like a stovetop omelet. Yeah. Um, probably, probably trying to draw Mirjik a couple of different ways. Um, maybe drawing a couple new outfits that he'd like. Um, oh, probably, probably measuring himself. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like little little tick marks just like on the wall. <laughs> it's like boop 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 boop. Same height, the same yep. height all across. Yep. So you see all these different signs and. Whoever, like, maybe if Raish didn't get the vibe, you can explain it to him. And I think one of the things that definitely does get explained to Raish is the simplicity. Uh, Grorg is taking advantage of this opportunity. I'm guessing Jonathan's getting in on it as well. And we're not going to do the whole conversation, but he's like, So, basically, you get to worship the god, the spirit of of colors, and it's just great. It's a lot of, lot of, lot of fun. Really great bond. We're thinking of having just like an annual party every year. It's just going to be a good time. You should, we'll send you an invite. Oh my goodness. This sounds delightful. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'll, I'll see if I can get out off from work, uh, obviously, <laughs> but. Oh, um, I mean, you too can. real. I mean, it's, if it's a religious thing, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna say you can't. Oh, I mean, w- would you want to come too? I mean, it'd be more fun if we went together. I mean, sure, Probably. Yeah, just trying to start thinking in a us mentality instead of a me mentality when it comes to planning. So it's that's a that's a shift. Um, uh, Katrina says, "Have you been listening to my parents' marriage counselor?" <laughs> uh, a little bit, yes. Well, because you know I'm a I'm an assassin, so I'm really good at sneaking, and I just happen <laughs> to sneak past that a lot. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. How's that, Katrina? How's that going? Uh, the marriage counseling? I don't know. I'm not in it. I mean, Raish probably apparently knows more than I do. It's going really well. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I think she kind of laughs. I'm really happy like for a, them. Gives them like a little punch on the shoulder. Oh my god! Um, they both had to overcome a lot, and it's 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 really heartwarming. No, I mean, I mean, Dad's been like the best minute keeper we've ever had. He keeps everybody on oh task, god, and he's amazing with the money. Just, I mean, we've never had budgets so good. We never had a budget. We've never had a we've never had a budget. No, that's I. That's why we got your dad involved because oh. you said, "What's the budget?" And we oh, were like, "Boy, uh, wow." I mean, what do, what do we have to buy? I mean, we. I mean, necess food. Oh yeah, lantern oil. I mean, there's there's there are things oh, we need. Yeah, we we're not thieves. Blades. We're assassins. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, I guess that's why they never got me involved in that. Maybe this is why, because didn't we talk about how the blades in the gate were kind of, I mean, they're not terrible, yes. but like they were just a little yeah. rough around the edges. They weren't doing their absolute greatest work. <laughs> this was one of them. They just didn't have a budget. They just didn't have a budget. That was all, all the problems were there. Yep. No budget. Mom's <laughs> been taking a break from the, the contracts. Not like, oh, it's too old for contracts. No, it's just, she's been, you know, spending more time with dad, which is nice. It is weird doing family dinners it's very weird it's it's <laughs> nice imagine. but it's very weird yeah. yeah it's the four of us you know and it's just yeah it would have been weird if it was just just the three of us but you know having race around all the time now it's i mean it, it it definitely helps when there's 
you know, no conversation. Like we, you know, we can at least talk to each other. But Leroy's got his hand up. You don't. <laughs> I miss, uh, question. I miss this. <laughs> question. Um, just like old maybe times. Maybe I just want to get this. I feel like we've been beating around the hyperbole bush here. But um, why is Ray at the family dinners? <laughs> oh, um, is he your brother? No, oh, no, Leroy. Nope. No, he's he's my boyfriend. We're like it's like a thing. Yeah, I want you to look very closely. Look at our skin colors. We are not. We're not related. <laughs> not. Just look at that. Well, I mean, there's magic. That you know, that's not really a. That's true. Yeah, Grog's like, yeah. Look at my skin. See the pig spots. That's magic. <laughs> Actually, that's part of the perks. <laughs> if you want to be a different. We could change any colors. I was gonna say I've never noticed those freckles before. I, I mean, I I thought I was just being a it's bad. It's pretty friend, dark down here. It's pretty dark. Can I just say it is so nice to have another girl in the group again? <laughs> <laughs> I know it'll be it'll be tough to keep you guys apart. Uh, I like, think vocally, Katrina and <laughs> shut up. God, I think Nathan. Katrina and Eloise are uh, Katrina and Eloise are holding hands, and Katrina says, "Where did you get that that hair thing?" Oh. The freaking keeper of the gate gave it to me? Shut up. You saw the keeper of the gate? And then they just go off. Oh, yeah. We actually do have a lot of crazy stories to tell them about. It'll be almost like the time that me and uh, Salazar were in the same room. No one could tell us apart. It'll be like that. <laughs> except except different. If Raish at any point is wondering, like, what we're doing down here and why we're going so deep into this dungeon... <laughs> <laughs> I just picture Rainer just being like, oh, it's because, oh my god, this story takes so long to tell. Um, Okay, I'll start at the so beginning. it all started <laughs> with some feathers. Yeah. Oh my god. And he like goes into the whole spiel again. It all started with some leathers. Yeah. Oh, hey. I think you're right, Raish though. is definitely chill with being down here. Like, to be honest, he doesn't really care what he's doing as long as Katrina's there. He's fine with it. So he's like, we're going down in a dungeon? All right, that's that's cool. That's fine with me. So they're both on board with the uh, confronting an angry chaos god thing. Yep. <laughs> hey, cool. I mean, it's it's been the job since the beginning. What? It's, it has? It's been, it's been the job since the beginning, you know, fighting evil chaos oh, gods. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Katrina already knew about that for sure. But uh, As you're going through these floors, you're no longer using that service stairwell anymore. So you're having to go through each of the floors. Right, But again, right. it has been made a lot easier since Conquest has kind of already cleared them out right right so it's just been a <laughs> kind of a just a chill walk and because your trap sense has gotten um, so good that the few traps that are left you're able to uh, avoid fairly easily again there's still danger there might be you know one or two things around here or things that conquest himself has made has made their obstacles for sure but can i make an argument yeah i feel like we would be even more on edge because mm. now now we don't know, like, yes, like, we've seen that there are traps that are sprung, but, like, having that false sense of security of, like, the trap side of things, like, not only would make me personally more paranoid of traps, but also seeing, like, physical remnants of conquests. And basically, I mean, to like, again, me personally, it would feel like he could be around the next corner, mm. you know? Gotcha. That's a good point. So we don't on we don't really know how close or how for how much further down he is. I hadn't really considered that to be honest. Yeah, Jonathan's been real quiet this whole time. Hmm. Gotcha. The one room of note that I'm going to point out, which 
it was rolled this way. Um, so I guess maybe it's not quite as interesting. But you find one room that it appears to be completely empty. Oh. Like there wasn't a puzzle in here. There's no pedestal that treasures were supposed to be there. There's no dead bodies. It's just yeah, no, an I don't... empty room. I don't like that. I definitely don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I think um I think Eloise like mid mid walk stops and looks in the room and goes Yeah, no. Hey, hey Nathan. Walking. Hey Nathan, hey yeah. Nathan, Nathan. Yeah, what's up? We check for traps. <laughs> My god. You fucking wizard. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Conquest is the wizard. He's a he's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, he's a bard. He's, he's an echomancer. Yeah. Echomancer. He's an echomancer. Hell, Hell yeah, yeah. I'm the first. <laughs> The first, the OG. Don't mess with yeah. the best. <laughs> uh, you do not see any traps. <laughs> okay, no, the tone of your voice. <laughs> fucking de- statement of that. I definitely thought you were <laughs> pausing before, but you do see da 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 da. And then you didn't see do that. Any so I was just what I'm going to say is yeah. the way I said that sentence is the way that you guys read that room. We don't see any traps. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I can, I can I can only speak for like three or four characters, but they don't <laughs> go in. That's fair. You guys keep going on. You do not need to interact with all the rooms I set forth. Hell yeah! All right, so keep moving. That was the uh, room that Jamie. had the thing we needed to defeat Conquest. I bet <laughs> you got it. That that was actually it. the The secret weapon was in there. You fucked and we up. We can't go um, back now. We've we've nope. we've passed the cutscene and we the door locked behind us. The save can't point go is gone. Yep, it's over. You fucked up. Now uh, all the, everyone's going to die. I autosave uh, and hard save, so there's no going back. <laughs> that's right. You ruined it. You burned them off. <laughs> Only hope is uh, for some hacks. All right. Uh, it's legitimately Jimmy, how I fucked up my team. Final Fantasy X playthrough. Oh, no. And my Skyrim, or Oblivion playthrough. Nathan, did you say D20 or a different die? Uh, D20. Kay. D20 or you're all going to die. 11. Okay, cool. Yeah, these are these are fun. Both of you give me a D12. Eight. Two. I love it. Perfect. Okay. As you travel down even more floors, heading into floor uh, 37, 38, 39, you have all started to learn a lot more about Anima, mm. uh, especially Jonathan, since you literally had to use it the other day. And oh, yeah. you, were able to reco- you were able to recover your energy after sleeping, but you literally felt that transfer. Uh, yeah, Rainer, yeah. you've also experienced it too by just kind of holding... Um, a couple of these powerful items. And so you guys are able to start noticing as you descend deeper, there's kind of like a, a tingling throughout the air, like a slight sense of, of power. You guys are noticing that you're not getting as tired as you used to as, as you're walking. It's not a lot. It's a very subtle difference, but you guys have been traveling a lot, so you're, you're, you notice that difference in your own ability to travel at lengths you notice okay. that you can carry a little bit more. You're a little bit more attuned. So there seems to be... Grog eventually explains it, but there's there's a lot of anima in the air. We're getting close to something or some things with a lot of power. Damn. And so you just kind of notice that in general. As you each floor you go down, it increases slightly, that, that sense, of, sense of power. The floor of note i'm gonna break it up into two points there's one point where you're just walking and having a another conversation still probably talking about this this very conversation talking about power and you're walking through a a large room that has some pillars 
on the edge. They they're they're skinnier. They're not like the big ones that we saw earlier, and they seem to arch and create uh, almost like a tunnel. And you notice that this the rings that they create started off small, and then they got bigger, and then they got a little bit smaller. And you're kind of noticing this interesting architecture, but at the end of it, you see a large skull oh. facing away from you. And it's in that moment uh-huh. that you realize that you just walked through uh, yeah. a skeleton uh, yeah. of a sandrake. Ooh. Oh boy. Don't don't love that. Okay. Uncomfortable. Well, Eloise uh, has a newfound uh, interest in Sandrakes after uh, meeting the keeper of the gate, and so she is she's kind of like inspecting like the skeleton, like how big it is, like how old it must have been, and like mm. kind of like poking around the bones. Maybe she goes to check out the skull and like look at the teeth. Damn, yes. this is this is quite definitely ratiocination. Ooh, okay, okay, in its purest, it is purest indeed. form. Oh my god, I can actually use my Katrina character sheet. <laughs> Haven't used that in a while. I know this isn't yeah. Katrina, but... Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Uh, that's gonna yeah, be... Is, a- is that Eloise is doing the role, right? Yes, yes, yes. I just... I I, I, I flipped my Katrina sheet over to get to Eloise. Oh, gotcha. um, that's gonna be a four total. <laughs> she doesn't know much about Sandrakes. She got... It's a Sandrake. Yep. Probably because someone's like, It's a Sandrake. <laughs> it was probably a Beal. Oh, yeah, a Beal. <laughs> oh my god, Stop. <laughs> I'm the worst. That this can't, can't be how that can't be how we introduce him every episode. This can't oh, yeah, just keep happening. You either you either <laughs> have to times. send him away. Or he has I need to a post-it be an note. Member of this group. Okay, let it be known. Uh, season three, he'll get a character sheet. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I'll give him a. I'll give him that. So then I can't forget. What really sucks is that I think like ten or fifteen minutes ago, I think you said. Oh, Abiel says, but then you got interrupted by somebody else doing something, <laughs> mm. which is pretty pretty true to form. Pretty pretty yeah. on brand. Abiel points it out. He's like, "This is a clearly a Sandrick skeleton. I don't know how or why they have it down here, but it's the Ultra. They're crazy." <laughs> you also find in a room adjacent, and you were able to note because it's giving off a pulsing light mm. this is not relevant but i just need you to do it for me jake roll on the mirror the chaos elements table oh shit i just need some inspiration and i might have you roll it again if it doesn't match what i'm thinking okay let's how about let's try because this one was a 12 which is metal okay let's go with metal okay uh you follow the the pulsing light to just a side room and you can you recognize it as one of those cage rooms that you saw animals in you've seen these before yeah um but inside cages you see cages you know what a fucking cage is uh and inside it's hot metal so it's the color of of hot metal but it's flowing uh and moving around like a a liquid what color is that so like a reddish hot metal are we talking like molten metal because like hot metal could be blue without like being molten you know like i'm thinking like a red hot okay like like orange but it's also molten in the fact that it's it is flowing and swirling in a spherical it's not a perfect sphere but like this blob is staying within a oh. circular location um and this blob seems to be moving around the prison uh and the and the light pulses so it'll get brighter and then it'll get dimmer and it gets brighter and it gets dimmer as it just kind of flows and ebbs 
and moves around its its prison. Okay, that's oddly huh. kind of terrifying. Th- that's the room we need to get through to continue, right? No. Nope, it's, oh, just, it's just kind just of, thing. you walk past it, yeah. Oh. Jonathan just kind of steps forward and goes, Hello? Um, roll camaraderie. Okay, that is not something I expected. I have you roll dice whenever I need help. No, 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 just Jonathan thinking to talk to it at all. Just never even um, crossed my mind. Can I use a friendship point? Because that roll Ooh. was trash. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I gotta define my rule sets a little more about what these things can do. But yes, I like that. <laughs> you greet it. It at first ignores you. That's how I'll, I'll balance it out. It just doesn't seem to notice. But then you just stay there long enough that the the swirling element pulser, as as I'll call it. <laughs> You wordsmith. As in, that's what I wrote down on my my chart of what it was. We have Najaz, we have we have Mistwalker, and we have Swirling Element Pulsar. We'll get rid of the swirling, just Element Pulsar. That's what I it love is. it. The Element Pulsar floats towards you, and the pulse changes its frequency to not be as it's not like a a steady. It kind of like will flash, flash. You would. It's not Morse code, but okay. it seems like it's communicating in some kind of interesting pattern. They're very slow, though. It's not like it's not like strobe. It's like right. Okay. Um. Uh, Leroy, you still got your uh, mining hat, right? I always. <laughs> um. You wanna you wanna try something for me real quick? Always. <laughs> uh. Try uh just covering your light. And and making the same oh. same lights back at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. So Leroy mimics the same frequency, and you know it'll change what it says. You know it'll change the pattern. Then Leroy mimics the pattern, mm-hmm. and then it maybe says the same thing. And then Leroy mimics it again. It, it swirls quickly for a little bit, as if it's excited. It even elongates a little bit to be almost like a column, but then it goes back into a, a circle, and just Leroy keeps mimicking. The, the pattern. Did you say there was anything else in this room that we saw? Give me an awareness. I think Jonathan turns to Leroy and he goes, we can't have any more pets. I, you're the one that talked to it, to be fair. <laughs> and Leroy keeps mimicking the, the, the flashes. Okay, so first it just fell off the thing I was rolling it on. And then when I rolled it, uh, I got a seven. Oh, boy. So Rainer okay. is looking around this room. And somehow seeing nothing, just just the, nothing. The pulses are a little yeah. bit too bright for what you're used to. Fair enough. I have no idea what to do about this. I'm very, I'm very fascinated though. You're always allowed just to keep moving on. I mean, I'm just we're just kind of describing the dungeon more. Yeah, but I don't want to skip everything. Talking didn't really get a response, but the 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 light mimicking thing was interesting. Um, I don't know how else we could talk to it. I mean, the only other thing I can think of, which is a little bit terrifying, is technically we could open the cage, although I worry that may be a bad idea. Yeah, I feel like it being in a cage, is there's maybe a reason for that. Uh, up, up to you guys to decide. It's your playground. Deadly playground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eloise is... I mean, she's more comfortable in here than she is in the completely empty room, but I don't know. Still hasn't been comfortable with, like, random creatures, you know? Yeah. When when someone actually spoke words to it, nothing happened, right? It eventually noticed you guys. Yeah, you know what? Whatever. I play a few notes on the ocarina. I want to see if it re- responds Ooh. to that. Mm. Uh, just roll for music in general. 
That was really good. That was 17 plus 23. Okay, I think you play a couple notes and there's a kind of a pause. And then you notice some of the, as it pulses, some of the metal seems to congregate and vibrate a little bit. And it creates a resonance that at first is off, but then you play a couple more notes and then it's able to match the frequency and it sound it doesn't sound pleasant or beautiful because it's uh well i guess it could be because it's just the sound of metal vibrating so that's kind of what many musical instruments kind are like a... yeah i'll edit that to make it sound even creepier metallic <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> just match whatever your notes are yeah you know i just realized that this is my own fault because i suggested this but now I have to write this music. Uh. <laughs> so that's that's all we get from that. Unless you guys interact with it anymore. Uh, I will say, since you guys have spent time on this, even though you didn't do a good awareness roll, a couple of the characters look around the cage and you're able to see a little bit more behind the scenes. There seems to be some kind of tube mechanism that actually you, you see it happen. Like pellets fall out of it. Oh. And the creature then kind of whooshes over there and consumes them. Oh, weird. Um, Ooh, okay. The The tube is in the cage, right? Yep. So can we see, like, where that goes? It just goes up into the wall. Damn. Okay. Uh, but I'm gonna say you guys keep moving on, just for... Yeah, because I, I, I don't know how else to... Uh, Fair enough. I feel, it feels like there is either a very specific correct way to do something with this thing, but it also feels like, that was cool, let's go. Yep. The world may never know. <laughs> the world will never know. I, I like the implication that something is feeding this thing. That's very creepy and mysterious, but also it doesn't really help me explore, right. find out more. Yeah. I'm gonna, just so we can get through a, a scene that I really want to do. Hell yeah. I'm gonna kind of squish a lot of these floors together, and so we'll just roll one more time um, for a room. Or actually, maybe I'll pick my favorite. You roll anyway. We'll roll anyway. And I'll, that was a maybe. 20. A 20? Oh, that one's absolute trash. That's the worst. <laughs> um, it's That one's rubble. So you, you end up finding a room. Great. That the room caved in. So roll again, because that's nothing. You roll, mm-hmm. Jamie. Okay. You roll, Jamie. I rolled a 17. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, so I'm going to do eight floors instead of four, so kind of we can get to where we need to get to in time. And honestly, there's not a ton to describe between the two floors. So as you are delving deeper, again, you are sensing the anima growing stronger with each floor that you progress. The signs of conquest are, I mean, they're just very prevalent. But something new that is developing is because, and you're not sure if it's the anima You're not sure if it's spells that Conquest has done. You're not sure if it's just the dungeon breaking down. But the rules of physics stop working correctly. Oh, that's, um... uh Let me explain. Let me expand. Now, it's not like 100% everything shut down at once. It's It's a gradual thing. So, for example, you notice some things are lighter than they should be and some things are heavier than they should be okay you'll find a large boulder that is you know even even rainer can lift it 
and all of a sudden there's a piece of I paper mean, God, that thanks, I guess that, that was... weighs <laughs> that just weighs a ton. It's a yeah, piece yeah. of paper, and, and like it's just like you know Thor's hammer over here. Damn. Um, so there's weight differences, or some things are just floating, which is not new to you guys. You'll notice that. Well, it's new to Leroy. That's right. <laughs> and I guess Raish and Eloise so, and Gruark. Okay. It's new to a lot of people. <laughs> and appeal. There are a couple people in the group who it is not new to. <laughs> okay. The majority of the group, it is a new thing. That stuff floats. Um, you notice that some objects don't uh, interact with light correctly. Now, obviously, yeah. this is not anything new. You guys don't have shadows. But there are some objects that are now just transparent that aren't made of glass. They're still the substance they're made of. Uh, for example, there's a, a time where you walk past a wall and almost as if, like, someone had, like, dumped paint on the floor. It just kind of like, spreads out like that. It is transparent, just as glass. So you can see through the wall and you can see the inner workings of the dungeon behind it. So you see those glowing wires. You see almost like pneumatic tubes funneling pellets. You see these stone gears just turning slightly. You see all kinds of inner workings behind this this wall, but then it resumes to being like normal stone. There are parts where distance doesn't seem to be right. Like you're walking, and it's like the, the hallway has been stretched longer than it should be, and you're, you're walking down it longer. And then there are moments where it feels like you just rushed past the whole floor. There are times where sound amplifies and quiets more than it should be. There are, are moments you where you just feel sick. Like, you just don't feel right. You know, like, maybe motion sickness or... Uh, I guess, yeah, motion sickness is, is the word. And so that, it started very rare and infrequent, but especially now that you've gone through eight full floors, you're seeing just the world is kind of falling apart a- around you. This would be really horrifying. This would just be very, like, hard to keep uh, a steady mind, I think. It would be very difficult to not kind of have a rough time mentally with this. Like, oh, that's fine. Uh, You know, all of my senses and the way I view the world, as far as I can tell, is just breaking down completely. (laughs) Um, So that's... That's neat. Eloise, for sure. Because um, the last experience that she had with Conquest wasn't... Like, the last time she saw him was just on the Chimera. Like, she didn't have, mm-hmm. yeah. like, a, a one-on-one experience with him. And so this kind of up-close feeling um, is very unnerving. Because not only is everything in around, like, super weird and abnormal, but, yeah, not looking forward to being face-to-face with... This, this person that is doing this. Yeah. I think Grog tries to rationalize this as he's going down. He's like, okay, well, maybe it's all the, it's, uh, the dungeon, it's like a dungeon trap. But then he, like, find moments where clearly the traps are inhibited by this break of gravity. Like, there's a, a swinging blade that shouldn't be there and it's supposed to, like, chop you in half or something, but it's now you can go through it. So, like, the uh-huh. traps are like breaking apart because of of all of these breaks of physics. Jeez. I think perhaps we're probably not making as good time. I mean, before, I mean, yeah, we were checking traps and going carefully, but I feel like now I feel like we are making even less quick progress just because of mm-hmm. how 
bizarre everything is getting. The floor that I want to highlight, and I think this will be really interesting that Jamie just rolled. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I wrote down on the list and then tell you what you actually find because of how these two things interact. Uh So a 17 is super deadly gauntlet is what you it was supposed to be great okay but when you you enter this floor and i think it's like a one giant room where you can see i mean there are just oodles of your basic definition traps i mean you got your swinging blades you got your flame shooters you got spikes you got collapsing floors and there's definitely a jumping puzzle in there and at first glance you're looking at this like holy shit we're gonna die right here this is it we're done for yeah but after that initial wave of, of fear goes past you, you realize that the whole trap floor has, this whole gauntlet has just become defective. You see some of the spikes are droopy or, or swaying in the breeze as if they're like glass. <laughs> <This breeze? laughs> you see the flame shooters are now shooting out water and soapy bubbles. <laughs> you see that some of the um, traps that are supposed to make you drop down are actually going the other way and like making a ramp up. And so it you know you're still going to be like it's going to slow you down cuz there's just a lot of things moving around, but the deadliness has definitely been removed and replaced with awkwardness and more of a mental stressor of just seeing, you know, like ah, flame just shot me, but it tickles instead of burns. What? I does anyone remember seeing when Quiz used his magic after everything happened like was it anything like this? Because I think Rainer is having a hard time remembering as well. I remember he went on stage. He spun the amulet a couple times. He did a move where it like sucked all the light out of the sky. Oh my god, that's right. And then he shot fire at the burn shards. And then he left. And then he, he turned into water. Oh no, we didn't what? see that. That was different. Right. That was a different time. And then of course he attacked everybody with the chimera. Yeah. Uh, a firework. What we thought was a firework at the time. I'm trying to figure out if this is just part of the dungeon being weird or if this is directly because of him, you know? Honestly, I do not know what the powers of conquests really are or the true powers of this dungeon. But I would say this, he points to the traps, is not what this is supposed to do. That is supposed <laughs> no, to kill us. Definitely not, yeah. And since I have recently felt the strength of all of this anima, my guess would be that is the source. Yeah, you know... It's all all this stuff. You know, traps and pranks are pretty much uh, good neighbors. Traps are just um, negative pranks. And, uh, you know, (laughs) his pranks are just good-natured traps, really. Um, (laughs) And as the uh, residential prank expert, I'm going to say that um, these things... These things are not set up to do anything uh, well at this point. So I'm assuming that's not the way it was intended. Huh. Do Do you still want us to say that we check for traps? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Might be a bit redundant on this floor. This, but, one, this yeah. one's pretty clear where the traps are. Yeah, <laughs> there were traps everywhere. inside the traps. <laughs> I've got you, you fuckers are dead. <laughs> got him. Ah, finally killed everyone. Oh, no. I've become bloodthirsty after killing one character. I've yeah. got to kill them all. got an itch I can't scratch. <sighs> okay. Uh, we're gonna keep moving. Okay, Wheatley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So suddenly, Abiel is just like, "Do we really have to leave right now?" 
<laughs> oh no! Can we stay in this dungeon floor. <laughs> I think I can make them deadly. Yeah, again. I don't know Which... why I chose Abiel to be our uh, Overlord robot character, but that's fine. Because you forget him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you're making. You're being more careful and specifically including Abiel in these scenes. I genuinely still feel bad about forgetting yeah. him twice last episode. All right, we're gonna keep moving. Um, I'm not gonna have you roll because I have a room I want to highlight specifically for this last bit. Excellent. Oops, did I say last bit? <gasps> oh, shit. Dun, dun, so dun. you now explore floors 49 through 52. Okay. Again, everything that I've just been describing is more. Signs of conquest, more. Weird laws of physics, more. Strength of the anima, more. The amount of treasures that you find are zero. There's no more treasures left. There's no creatures left. There, the dungeon itself has clearly just... It's just in disarray. There is no... Wow. Mo- whatever was supposed to be there, the intent of the Usra, has either been dismantled by conquests passing things. The weird magic shit has called it to fall apart. I mean, you're seeing, like, the walls, the bricks are starting to, like, float out of it. Not enough that you could get through, but you can see that they're, like, twisting and, and shaping so they're no longer straight hallways anymore the whole dungeon is just broken at this point and i'm sure that that's while physically you feel like okay we're probably not going to die the emotional and mental stress that this is building on everyone because you're like what are we because like if whatever we're facing is tearing apart our previous threat so we're now facing an actually even more deadly threat that's breaking apart this ancient ancient place right right um but on the uh 52nd floor where you decide to set up for the night the you know your time of rest uh on this floor it was a mosaic room again okay uh, originally but conquest has scribbled so many doodles <laughs> everywhere <laughs> that okay. you can barely make out what was originally the mosaic do you get i'm just going to tell you if you want to look into it more you absolutely can right um but just by quickly looking at it you can see that it you look like it's depicting some kind of battle you see that there's like two halves you know one half there's a group of figures and another half another group of figures all facing each other right uh in the center you see um a picture of mirjik again you guess probably drawn by conquest just in the center with his six arms this one's actually his best work yet all Ooh, the other okay. ones were were pretty shitty but this one is like really good he's it's obviously you guys hadn't seen his original drawing that he made but it's just like that where he's got the six arms outstretched i imagine the bottom legs are crossed he's got his crazy horns and the and the murgic symbol right on his forehead he's not holding the murgic items but he is he's is standing there and rainer as someone who has seen murgic before it is striking how accurate it is. It's like he's almost right there in, mm. in front of you. See, I don't know if I don't know if Mirjik would particularly love that. I don't think really, really correct drawings are like his jam, you know? That's not very chaotic. I'm intrigued. I wonder if he would see that and instead of being like, Yes, this is perfect, he would just he would just want to like mess it up more, you know? <laughs> That's true. Also, yeah, what what did he used to draw with? Gimme Rashanashanashanash. Okay. Our listeners are going to come in at a random episode and be like, what the fuck are they doing? What word is that? Am I having a stroke? What did they just say? I know they said the physics were breaking down, but I would hope that doesn't mean oh, the audio no. medium I'm listening to. Oh, <laughs> no, that'd be a it's cruel real. joke. <laughs> this dungeon sickness. 
Uh, it's <laughs> a 14 total. Okay. So are you looking at just that magic drawing or like all of it? Uh, I just, I mostly just want to know what was he using to paint? With the 14, I'm going to tell you this, that most of the sketches and the scribbles are some crude, just like crude paints. So like oh, okay. you would have mashed up some kind of, you know, plant. So oh, gotcha, you'd know gotcha. that yep. the reds are tomatoes. <laughs> it's tomato juice. Um, the white was probably like some bone chalk on there. Okay. Um, the picture of Mirjik, though, somehow Conquest must have been able to pry out the tiles because the the Mirjik picture is actually like part of the mosaic. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. That's unsettling. I think you all are, are settling down, the whole squad of you, and Rainer. I'm going to say, by looking at this picture of Mirjik, by sensing the anima, yeah. by just focusing on this, you sense that after you guys sleep tonight, you're going to encounter Mirjik and Conquest tomorrow. Oh, God damn it. Um... That you're going to get there. You don't know if it's the next floor and the next two floors, but it's going to be there. So you're going to need a plan. This is definitely going to be a little awkward because Rainer is not a great speaker, but he is... He is kind of doing like like a, a, a gather round, like come to Jesus meeting, you know. Um, he's just <laughs> like, so everybody, um, I kind of want to pick your brains, like whatever anyone remembers about, like what were we told we can do about Mirjik when we get to him? And I remember a little bit too. I don't want you guys to think I've forgotten everything, but I remember a little bit as well. I just want to get everybody's input here. I will give you this. I still think we should have the the group conversation, but for sure, for you paid sure. your shadow for this, so the least I can do is is remind you. Oh, that's a good um, point. That is, that was the specific knowledge, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. You you had you had learned you had asked you know how to get Quiz back and how to defeat Mirjik. That second part, defeating Mirjik, you remember you can't kill him. Yep. Because you can't kill spirits, but that removing Conquist would definitely impede whatever Mirjik was doing. Right. As far as like defeating him outright from from anything you can do that's a different discussion that you might need to talk about later but as far as getting quiz back yep you need to get rid of conquest and to do that you need to remove the amulet and the ring yep either far from them or destroy them and then you need the power of the writer to rewrite the character which you in theory already have that because you've gotten you have free will and you have a spirit power and no whoopee cushion that's right and, yep, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I think that was that was that kind of summarizes it. Hmm. I think Eloise kind of pipes up, and she, she's she's checking her tiger claws and making sure that you know all the blades are set and nothing's weird about them. Mm-hmm. And she said, "I I've been wanting to bring something up, but I didn't know when would be a good time. So I guess this is as good a time as any. I know that whoever Conquest was before was your guys' friend." And the short time we spent together was nice. But if it comes down to it, I need to save my sister. And I don't care what happens to Conquest. And I don't care if you guys hate me for that. But that's just how I feel. Damn. Uh, Leroy will probably say, uh, Well, I'm in favor of not killing him. Um... I will say that much. Oh, well, I'm always in favor of not killing. I'm just... I'm just... Saying, right. Rach is like, yeah. I mean, isn't that what everyone is always about? Is not killing. Katrina people. just kind of punches him in the shoulder. <laughs> oh my god! But no, for real. If you guys don't want us to kill him, 
I won't. I won't do it. But I will if that's what we're all about. Okay, so let's let's take a little step back here. Obviously, we're <laughs> got a lot of questions we've got to deal with. You know what? You know, actually happens to conquests is one we should have you know eventually address. But I think the main question we should get to is how are we gonna like separate conquests from Murgic? Like I'm guessing Murgic's probably. I mean, they've been down here for. I don't know, months at this point? Yeah, probably. So, I I have an idea. Yeah. What's your idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's... As far as I'm aware, and maybe this isn't the case, but Mirjik's kind of connection to the physical world seems to be through that ring. So, if we can find some way first to get conquests to get that ring off of him, and then I have no idea if this is going to work. But when we were talking about trying to get Quiz back. I kept thinking about the reverse matic Oh, damn. And oh, damn. I, okay. I just, I feel like that's got to have some sort of play in this. Man, I I think that's a gr- crazy idea because, yeah. I mean, we saw how much it took out of you to just move rocks back that had, you know, fallen like a couple minutes ago. I know. But we have this, and he pulls out the whoopee cushion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. And also, I was thinking about the anima thing. And I'm wondering if there's a way that we could f- we could maybe use Conquest's anima or Mugic's anima against him. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Possible. You need to have it in some kind of vessel, though. You can't just like hold somebody and take their take their shit. Um. I mean, that's kind of how it worked before. No, you were holding an orb. Right. So if you get their anima in. Something like that. Or maybe, like, some kind of weapon. I mean, last time it just went into a whoopee cushion. Can it go into anything? My guess is that whoopee cushion or that whole room was probably set up to be whatever you made him laugh with you went into. Oh, okay. Uh, Thank thank you, kind and benevolent DM. (laughs) So those items Um, weren't inherently magic. No, last I checked, Jonathan, was your whoopee cushion... Magic before that. I mean, he came out of a magic hat. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Okay, backtrack a little bit. We're talking about getting rid of the ring, right? On his finger. Have any of you had any experience trying to take the ring from... <laughs> from Conquest before? Uh, yeah. I mean, it didn't work, but yes. Oh. Rainer, what, did, you, did, we... did you tell that story to anybody? I could now, I guess. Um. Well, I mean, have you? I don't think so. I don't think you did. No, okay. I don't I believe so. I have an idea of a way that maybe I could get the ring and the amulet from him. Okay. Go on. I might be able to convince Mirjik that I genuinely want to join him and be his agent of chaos. Um, oh. What? But he already has an agent of chaos. Katrina says. Yeah. I would just have to tempt him with the off- with the offer of having the hero, you know, the one person unbound by the writer's rules to basically do whatever he wants in the world. Hmm. And I think I can make a pretty good case because hmm. uh to be honest with you guys, yeah, I'm still pretty pissed at the writer and most, Don't you say that. Most tenets of religion. 
So, like, if I go up to Mirjik and I make a big speech about how I'm fed up with all of the world and I want to join him to cause destruction and havoc instead, that's not 100% drawing on lies, is what I'm getting at. Now, Rainer. Yeah. If you're looking for a new religion. Oh, my God. (laughs) Real quick, OOC. Let me take a rain check on that, Grog. (laughs) OOC, I, I hate the dramatic irony that like we three human beings know that in the story conquest literally has a weapon that exists solely to consume and contain anima mm-hmm. and the player characters do not yep what and also can... the dagger right 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 okay yeah damn that's a good point and also the reason i was asking if you had told anyone that story is because I, I, Jake, wonder, because I don't know Conquest, if it would literally be as simple as walking up and asking him for them. He might. I mean, that's the crazy thing. He might, he might do that. Because that was his <laughs> whole thing the first time you tried to fuck with him. He was just, he literally told you you just could have asked, you know. But what you got to remember is Quiss and Conquest are different. Right. True. From a personality standpoint, I don't know much about Conquest that we can we ha- say for honestly, sure. I was going back on it. You guys literally interacted with him for one day. He went in. He did his little trick. Yep. He left, did his animal attack, attacked the king, yep. teleported to the woods, and you haven't seen him since. That's mm-hmm. correct, yes. That's all you've seen of him. Yep. That much I do remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all back in media res. Now, Quark, don't. T- this is my hero. Literally and emotionally and friendshiply. Okay, so don't. Don't steal him for your religion, okay? You've, <laughs> you've, you've done enough. Rainer, listen. I'm, I'm yeah. behind you. Whatever you say, even if it means betraying the religion that I'm a part of, <laughs> technically following you wouldn't be betraying it, though, because that's what it's about. I'll deal with that later. I'll deal with that later. Leroy, that's... That's the whole thing I'm so frustrated with, is that I'm not magically a better person to follow than anyone else you guys are constantly making better decisions than me you're succeeding at things that i fail at you are look i didn't mean this to turn into a whole thing right now this second but the reason i'm so fed up with being considered the hero is because i don't think that i'm i don't think my story is worth more than any of yours if, if someone told me right now, oh, no, Katrina was actually the hero the whole time, I would believe it in a heartbeat. Like, that's why I'm so fed up with all of this. And that's why, I don't know, that's why I think I need to stop this whole ridiculous story, you know? That's why I think I need to confront Mirjik. He talks about how he wants to make chaos and he wants to buck the writer's will, but the truth is he's just as big a part of this nonsense as any as anyone is. And I want to... I want to stop it. I don't want to have to worry about curses or lost memories or people dying because the story thinks it would be a better tale. I just want to, I want to move on to something new. That's what I'm trying to do here. And because it's Rainer and because he always does this, he realizes that he just gave an impromptu, very overdramatic speech and he turns red and he's just like, uh, and by that, I mean to say anyone else, any ideas? 
I think um, I think Jonathan kind of looks around the group and goes, "Hey, who has that? Who has that magic cup that makes liquids and shit?" Oh, uh, I did. Uh, y'all thirsty? We should probably you know be hydrated. Um, oh, wait one one sec before that. And Jonathan takes it and he empties the the reservoir that's inside, and he turns to Katrina and he goes, "Now I know you got some hooch." And Katrina pulls out a <laughs> flask and goes, "Yup." What? It, oh what? my god! You had this the whole time. <laughs> this is mine. If you wanted some, you should have brought some. And she tosses the the flask to Jonathan, and he fills the reservoir with whatever it is that Katrina has. What is it that Katrina has? Um, what is it? Dragon spit. It's her favorite. It's dragon nice. spit. It's it's ligma. Come on. <laughs> and Jonathan, um, Jonathan says, now if I if I had sand magic. I'd make some cups, but at most the only the 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 total amount of cups that I could have is three because you know the whole cup and ball whatever. But um, <laughs> so we'll just have to share this one. We can make it. Hey, I like that sharing out of a, a communal goblet. Let's make that a part of our thing. Let's make that part of it. <laughs> I, uh, I'm really liking the way that goes. I guess. Okay. It's communal. Sim likes communal stuff. You know. <laughs> sure. Um, I guess this isn't an idea so much as it is. I just wanted, I just wanted this moment to just be about us, to just think about yeah how far we've come and all the crazy shit we've done, and about Quiss and about um, Yensis and Malak and Sim and about Batuk and his family and just about about what we're fighting for. And he takes a it takes a little sip and makes a face. <laughs> and Jonathan passes the cup over to Eloise and she says, For Bethelda. And she takes the tiniest sip and just scrunches up her face. Just <laughs> and she passes it over to Leroy. Uh Leroy takes the goblet. He's like holding it like with both his hands around around the, the cup part, just because he's not very good at drinking. And he says, I'm fighting for the friend. The one that I can still remember. Aww. He takes a little sip, Ooh. and he's just like, he's like, whoa, whoa, yeah, <laughs> whoa, that really, whoa, whoa. Uh, he hands it to Katrina. Uh, <laughs> Katrina, Katrina takes it, and she kind of sits for a moment, kind of holds it out to the group, and says, "For us," and she downs the whole goblet, and damn. She like, of course, it refills. Yeah, she looks back at it and <laughs> refills, and she like considers it, and then passes it over to Raish. Raish says, "For um, for having people that you can fight with." <laughs> Katrina pats him on the back. <laughs> he's like, "It's like I'm still working on the names, still working on the yeah. names." Uh, he hands it to to Grorg. He says, "Fighting for, fighting for everyone we've lost. Ready." For Bartuk, for for everyone. He takes a drink. He hands it to Abil, and Abil says, uh, "I'm fighting for myself <laughs> to show that uh, I don't need a stinking village of a. <laughs> I don't need my shadow, but uh, don't don't let me go in there by myself. I'm not I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> I, th- I think I think Katrina and Jonathan are both like, oh yeah, okay. He takes a drink and he uh he does he does surprisingly well. Surprisingly well. Uh, it wasn't a big drink, but he's fine. He starts handing it towards 
PB who then reaches for the cup oh and then Chubb Chubb puts his paw and says no. <laughs> No. <laughs> they have like and so then he, they have a whole little thing where they like they like confide in each other and they're just like no no bro yes. this is not for you <laughs> he then moves it over trouble who like looks you know wishing he could have some but then he hands it to trouble him. trouble kind of sniffs the air and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> he he hands it to rainer rainer kind of looks out over everyone and he just says for you and then he takes a drink I don't remember if Rainer has tried Dragon Spit before. Rainer, I need you to roll Tolerance. Well, I didn't, ro- I didn't roll Tolerance for Jonathan or Eloise. Oh, that's not relevant. I want this story moment to uh, see uh. how Rainer handles Dragon Spit Whiskey. Uh, that's going to be a 12. Okay, Dragon Spit Whiskey is pretty strong. So you're definitely... You're, you get it down. You get it down. <laughs> but you, you, you definitely cough afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, it was a, a good punch. But I will definitely say, because of all the anima, you're able to kind of handle it a little <laughs> bit better than you probably would have normally. The the mystical spiritual power is helping me not look like an idiot with my yeah, drinks. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like a, <clears throat> just like a little cough. But then you feel strengthened. Yeah. Rainer Rainer looks very normal and composed. And when he hands the drink to whoever to. Oh, I guess that's it. That's everybody. Never mind. That's it. Yeah. He he looks like he's totally got this covered and he's fine. And then he's like, it's good. It's real. It tastes good. <laughs> you all head to sleep that night and you've all been having crazy dreams as you've been going through this dungeon. But this night, for some reason, for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, you it, it's almost like devoid of dreams because there's so much shit going on. It's like blocked out any dream. So it's just like, but you are aware of the fact that there is no dream the whole night. And so it is tense. It is long and you awaken and everyone cleans up and you continue on your journey and you descend into the 53rd floor. Again, same old shit, but it is just insane. And then you enter into the 54th floor. And you actually notice uh, on this point that the 54th floor had access to the um, the strange stairwell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the workers' stairwell. And so you're like, oh, we could have used that. But we just hadn't, you hadn't found it on the previous floors. But you can see like skid marks across the ground lead from multiple different directions, all leading in one direction towards one place. And you don't need those marks. You can all sense Jonathan that feeling you had had before about leading in you the right direction to find Sim everyone's got a similar vibe where you can almost like an internal magnet leading you towards the core of of this anima and as you get closer there is almost like a pulsing it starts soft but then as you get closer it is more intense there's just pulses of this energy that'll hit you and you'll feel it and it, it ain't even you can hear it because it vibrates your eardrums slightly as you get closer. There'll just be this steady rhythmic pulse of energy as you get closer. As the walls twist and bend, almost like a corkscrew in ways they shouldn't. Colors, the world had been drab and gray in this dungeon, but now the colors seem to be heightening and, and brightening. As the walls are now oranges and purples and bright heels and pink spots it's just color is is vibrating and you enter into a room that is 
larger than it should be. You see the wall stretch outward and expand to create this gigantic room that is brightly colored, that is warm, that is pulsing, just this energy through your body. You can feel it. You feel like you are caffeinated. You feel like you are shaking, but you also feel control. You feel alert. You feel strong and alive. In the center of this room is a massive pile of treasures of every shape and form and type goblets and swords and gems and orbs things that are whispering and swirling and sparkling all there this is the treasure hoard but of course more strikingly in front of that you see a table with a nice tablecloth <laughs> some plates uh oh couple couple vases with flowers some salt pepper shakers and coming around the pile you see a short figure with rags for clothing holding a plate of of warm omelets and you can all hear coming from the direction of this short figure ah you finally arrived it's time We've been waiting for so long. But here you are. (laughs) Good, because the the omelets are fresh. They're beautiful. They're perfect. Um, Now, everyone, please, have a seat. The meal is prepared. The evening is ready. Oh, I missed one thing, though. Uh, Nathan, cue the music. Hey, Questy, it's me, Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to episode 35 of season two. And I'm just going to dive straight into the meat of these announcements. The next episode, episode 36, is the season two finale episode. That episode will be coming up in two weeks. That's going to be on September 11th, 9-11. Can you believe it? And so that is going to be a big episode. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be epic. I hope you enjoy it. I think you will. Um, There's going to be a lot of stuff you're not seeing coming. But the episode that comes after that, which will be four weeks from today, is going to be our nighttime season two Q&A questions and answers. And so in order to do that, we need your questions. So if you're listening to this episode and you're a little bit behind, maybe by a couple weeks, and it is not yet, I don't know, let's say September 18th of 2020, you can still send in your questions. If it's after that, we've probably already recorded the episode. But if it's before then, please send in those questions. There's a couple ways that you can do that. First off is you can go to our Facebook community page and there will be a post on there that says we need your questions. You can leave a comment on there or you can send it to us as a direct message on Facebook or Instagram. Again, you can just leave it on a comment of any of our Instagram posts and and we'll find it. Next way is if you know us personally, you can send us a message or you can also send it to us 
via email. Uh, our email is knights.quest10 at gmail.com. That's knights.quest10, so one zero, at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us your questions in any of those formats, and please do start sending those now. The more questions we have, the more time we have to uh, look at them and, and figure out which ones are going to be the best questions to use for the Q&A, and the more likely that your question gets answered uh, the sooner you text it in. So start sending in those questions. Start helping us get ready for that Q&A. Um, yeah, otherwise that's all I got. Thank you all for your support. As always, please leave reviews. Tell your friends. Um, check out the merch. Join the social medias, all that good stuff. Um, you guys are amazing. This has been an incredible season, and we are so grateful for everything that you guys have done to support that. So, in two weeks, get ready for the world to change. May your place in this story be long. Uh, reminder for you guys: just I'll, I'll, this does not. This won't be in it. Delete this, Nathan. Uh, yep. Jamie, keep this in. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't. I don't have that power. He doesn't have that kind of power. Just me. We all have the audio clips. I'll send you. (laughs) You start releasing your own version. Start a my own podcast. Yeah, slightly different from the regular one. No, I'll just. We were gonna do that. I'll just take. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I'll just take these clips that you said to take out, and I'll send them to Nathan, and I'll name them like intro song and scene change music (laughs) and stuff like that. And I'll put it in, I'll be like, what? Yeah. What? This doesn't make any sense. The episode starts like previously on Night's Quest, and it's just like it's shitty like, conversation dum, happening in the dum, background. Dum, dum, dum. Hey, Nathan, keep take this out. Oh, my God.